0: Decoding the crime verse. Your emergency. <laughs> Welcome to Decoding the Crime Verse. I am Nalzi Lee and I am Danny. <laughs> and this week we are doing the, the one. The one the only, we only- Elvis! That is attempt at men
1: say. She's gonna sing now for you,
0: ladies and gentlemen. Only Fools Rush. Is that the only song you know of, Elvis? It's not the only, but it's the only one which I can. The words you're gonna play. Da 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 had a beautiful voice his voice was amazing he's why are you filming me not putting this anyway <laughs> anyway this <laughs> man ladies and gentlemen the rest of the words to his songs, shame like hound dog they they really hectic i like so. jailhouse rock no i've danced right. to that one before yeah that was fun his voice was cold No shame. He was. He he literally was. Yeah, he had a voice. So
1: obviously we are talking about Elvis Presley. If you don't know who that
0: is, I actually don't know at this point. No, we can't talk to each other if you don't know who Elvis Presley is. We actually can't. I
1: really think you should go back to grade one.
0: Do you understand? And if you don't know that he passed away, I don't know what to say to you.
1: Yeah. So on August the sixteenth, nineteen seventy-seven, the world lost one of the most significant cultural figures of the twentieth century. Elvis Presley, or did they? Dun, dun, dun! Today we are going (laughs) to try and cover if the king of rock and roll faked his death, and if he's guilty of stealing his music.
0: Yeah. Like... From the movie, which Danielle has not watched. watched I'm going tomorrow. I'm going tomorrow. Can we just say how many times in the show she's gone? You don't even watch movies. And I really don't like movies. I don't. Okay, but. And then you don't watch this movie. I've been
1: planning to go watch it. It's just my weekends have been busy. And I knew you would like this one because it's the same director as Great Gatsby, which is like Nolene's heart and soul. Yes.
0: And one of the things I I like the most about this is that it's a biopic. I like biopics. I don't like fake movies. Where you're going to sell me rubbish about a superhero going to save a planet that doesn't (laughs) exist. Please don't. I'm not your friend. (laughs) Anyway, so from the movie, it's not a spoiler because I can't spoil for anybody because Danielle didn't watch the movie. Well, it's not my fault. We should have done the show next week then. But anyway one thing that i love about the movie is it captures the spirit that was at his concert because like mm, okay, i don't know even what? know how to we won't say anything but for five
1: minutes on next week's show after i've watched the movie can i explain we'll say the our spirit thoughts. No, but, well, but then we can have like a five minute discussion of my thoughts and your thoughts. Okay, fine. So, so that'll be next
0: week. You better come back next week okay. so I can explain. We'll the have a little five minute concerts. review before we I don't even know what we're doing next week, but we'll have a five minute review for you. Okay. <laughs> but let's get into it. No, this. before we get, get it. into it, can I please just shout out yes, Hoop, the hip yes. show, Turned Table? Make yes. sure that you go and listen to that yes. show. They did a show on Biggie and Tupac, and we did a show as well. They are our new best friends. Yes. Okay. We all love you them. other Active FM presenters. Yeah.
1: You they must follow their, their example. They if did you want their to research. Be our
0: they had their facts, and the most important part of their show is they shouted out. Yeah, so we thought we would verse. shout out back to them. Please go give them a listen. Yeah.
1: But let's get into Elvis's death. So. As soon as he died, the rumors started to circulate that he faked his death and went into hiding. And we're going to dive into this conspiracy theory and try to figure out what is fact and what is fiction. And to figure out did Elvis Presley really die or not? You know, on the show, we love conspiracies. You know, we like to do these things. (laughs) So, of course, we were going to do Elvis. I mean, it was only a matter of time. In fact, Elvis is
0: right here with us in studio. I'm joking. (laughs) How old would he be now? Like 87. He was died, he, he was born in 35. 35. Guys, please don't attack my man. You can go, go and I'll, I'll tell okay, you. So, I, 35, no, yeah. Okay, so. 35,
1: 1935.
0: Yeah. So the gist
1: of the conspiracy theory claims that in December of 1970, President Nixon made Elvis a federal agent at large. Deep stuff. Alvis then spent the following years... I was right.
0: 87. Oh, my goodness. I can't. Didn't you say 85? <sighs> I said 87. Don't go and rewind it. I said 87. You are lying. I Now did. I know you lie. I did say 87. Okay. Ladies okay. and
1: gentlemen, just go listen back. I'm <laughs> keeping. So... Alvis then spent the following years working undercover for the Bureau of Narcotics and Dangerous Drugs, and through this appointment, he eventually gave them information to the FBI that led to the takedown of an international crime syndicate with ties to the Mafia. The mob then put a hit hard on Alvis and he was then placed into the Witness Protection Program, and his death was fabricated by the U.S. Department of Justice using a wax dummy in an open casket Funeral. Since going into hiding, Elvis has remained in contact with his family and has been seen in public on rare occasions. In the early 90s, believers of this theory thought that he would return to the public spotlight within the next few years. But of course, this is yet to happen. He no, can't return now. He's 87. Yeah, shame. Like,
0: sorry, dude. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So now the bulk of this theory comes from three key components. His life involvement with the US government, the suspicious circumstances surrounding his death, and the various sightings of him over the years. So let's yeah. start with his connection to the US government. By 1970, Elvis had become a Fan of law enforcement, and actually started acquiring a large collection of police badges. So actually, every place he like played a concert, he would then go and ask if he could have like a police badge as a memorabilia. Must be
0: nice to be famous. Must be nice. I want a police. Me too. I wanna go to the police <laughs> station and say, give me a badge. Yeah.
1: This was important because when he wrote the letter to Nixon in December of 1970, the idea was that he actually just wanted another badge to add to his collection. But in his letter, Alvis expressed his interest in becoming what he called a federal agent at large, which is something he either heard or made up because it actually doesn't really exist. He went on to say that he was concerned by what he saw as a decline in America with the rampant drug use and communist ideas. The fact that he asked not to be given a title or be appointed a position then made people believe that he went to on to become an undercover agent. After dropping off the letter in the morning of December 21st, a meeting was scheduled for later that same day between Elvis and Nixon at the White House. That was on my birthday! Imagine being that famous that you send a letter for, to the president and the same day you get a meeting. Yeah. Imagine! <laughs> Must be nice.
0: Imagine I promise you. Sometimes that. I, well, I email a lecturer and I don't get back, back, <laughs> good, back from them in like Sometimes a Sometimes I call like my sister and she never gets back. So, uh, you know, Listen, it's, it's nice to be Alvis over I, there. I, I.
1: During the course of their conversation, Alvis showed off a few of his police badges and then. Um, reiterated his knowledge of drug culture and common, communist brainwashing te- techniques and expressed his desire to serve his country and help out with the drug problem in any way that he could. Nixon agreed, and towards the end of the meeting, Alvis asked for the, a Bureau of Narcotics and Dangerous Drugs badge to add to his collection, and Nixon said that he would find out if this could be made possible, and he was actually then appointed a special assistant, which is an honorary position but actually has no real power. Yeah. Fast forward a bit to May of 1976. Elvis was looking to sell his Jetstar airplane. Apparently, it was just unflightworthy, and he had many other jets. So, he wanted to get rid of this one. Must be nice. Again, must be nice. <laughs> Jeez. His father, Vernon, handled all of Elvis' finances and was tossed in fire by buyer where he came across the man named Frederick who encouraged Vernon to agree to a very complicated leasing arrangement. However, Mr. Frederick was a con artist. Mm -hmm. Who was a member of a criminal ring with ties to the mob. By the spring of 77, Frederick and his partners managed to siphon off more than $1 million from the Presley estate. Hectic. I'm not going to be very happy if that happens to me. <laughs> now, at the same time, the FBI were conducting an undercover investigation into the same group. By mid-August of 1977, they were ready to bring the case to a jury and take it to court. And uh, ironic, well, not ironically, but coincidentally, this was exactly the same time that Elvis mysteriously died. So uh, people believe that Elvis ratted out these criminals and then had to fake his death although he had very much he had very little to actually do with the case itself he was just a victim and the fbi said that alvis had no idea about the investigation before he died but i mean that could be them covering their tracks
0: yeah also google doesn't want to tell me who the mob was in 1970. so whatever
1: okay but remember there's different mafias and mobs all around america I will resume <laughs> my research. <reasoning? laughs> I feel like Elvis would have maybe Los Angeles.
0: Yeah. You feel? I actually don't know either. Imagine if, like Luciano was around at these times, and then but Elvis uh, and Luciano. But I don't think Luciano was still around. No, he wasn't.
1: <laughs> No, let me... I'm getting Luciano's death date. Sorry, guys. This is a research
0: ad break. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So, obviously, we see a lot of crime and families and all of this stuff. Joseph Ardizone was in the mob in 1970. Oh, damn. He died in
1: 1962. Yeah, no. That would have been so epic. Yeah. If you don't know,
0: me and Nolene both love Luciano. Yes. He was... If there was a criminal in life I'd ever marry It would be Luciano. That's the one. You understand. O- obviously we'd have to like be the same not the same age, he'd have to age appropriate. No, 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 Not like he's not, a sixty not, year old mob boss. No, okay. Okay. Sometimes I don't know what
1: we talk about on this show, but anyway. <laughs> brings us to the fact that we actually really don't know what killed Alphys. Yeah. (laughs) So... All we know is that his girlfriend found him unresponsive on the floor of the upstairs bathroom. Supposedly. And even though he was officially pronounced dead at 3.30 p.m., he most likely passed away between the hours of 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. That Supposedly. Mor- that morning. An autopsy was performed at 7 p.m. that same day, but the report was never publicly released. The Memphis medical examiner announced that the cause of death was a heart attack. It was suggested that he could have died from polypharmacy, I think that's how you say it, yeah. since he had at least eight prescription drugs in his system at the time of his death. In the years since, several medical ex- experts have looked at the report, but none have come to the same conclusion, which leads some to believe that it was all to cover up. However, Alvis wasn't in the best of shape when he died as he was suffering from diabetes, glaucoma, high blood pressure, liver damage, and constipation. So he was not That is just a long of list of crazy so stuff. Apparently, he was on the toilet 20. when they found him. He was like slumped down. Picticted. That's the one way to go. Yeah. Well, um, oh. The fact that the autopsy report was private and not available to the public also suggested a cover-up. However, in reality, it was because the overseeing doctor had concluded that he had died of natural causes and not a drug overdose or foul play that the report remained private, and this was due to Tennessee law. So then, yeah, I mean, that kind of goes against the whole cover-up thing. There is then the issue of the medical examiner's report in which some people claim Alvis wrote himself. And in a 1991 TV special, a handwriting expert claimed this was fact. But I'm being honest, I looked at the two. It doesn't really match. And we've spoken about handwriting before on this show. I don't think it's good enough evidence. And I'll tell you why. I have different handwritings. Yeah. I think people can, if you wanted to... You can fake a handwriting. Do you get what I'm saying? So, I don't know. But even when I looked at the two different handwritings, his handwriting and then the medical examiner, it's a bit far-fetched. But anyway, this then brings us to the funeral, which happened two days later. The men carrying the coffin were having trouble because supposedly the coffin weighed 900 pounds. How on earth? (laughs) How on earth does a coffin weigh 900 pounds? Some believed, because now people believe that there was a wax figure in the coffin. They believed that there was a cooling system inside the coffin which made it so heavy to keep the wax figure from mounting. And why people thought it was a wax figure, if you look at it, it actually, if you look at a picture of Elvis in the, ni- in the 70s and oh. you look at a picture of Elvis in the 50s, the picture of the man in the coffin looks like Elvis in the 50s. Yeah, it does
0: look like a younger version of it him. It does. It's like he died and became younger yeah, <laughs> so the same if you time. at the, If you look, because it was
1: on the front of a newspaper. Now, some people said they think that the newspaper just photoshopped it because they didn't actually get a photo for themselves. So they just took a picture of Elvis from when he was younger. Yeah. But I mean, if it was a wax figure, I mean, surely people at the
0: funeral would have been like, That's fake. (laughs) Unless the people at the funeral knew what was happening. Do you know how many people went to this thing? Yeah, but I'm sure they weren't all close to it. Okay,
1: that's also true. And I suppose cameras and stuff aren't that great. Yeah. Okay. However, they then said, one of his friends said said that the cast could weigh 900 pounds because it was made of solid copper. Because when you have money, you can have a casket made out of solid copper. Finally, we have the curious case of his gravestone spelling. His middle name with two A's when his birth certificate had it with one. And it's Aaron. A-A-R-O-N. And this was then, again, people thought that it was a clue. But in fact, it was because when he was born, his parents weren't that greatly educated. So his father couldn't spell. So his father spelt it with one A. And then later on, Elvis changed it to the biblical version with two A's. And, I mean, you could see that because then he officiated that when he signed his divorce papers. So... The last component is, and the most famous, are the sightings of Elvis. Imagine you're just standing in the store and you're like, that's Elvis. Mm. So, I mean, there's been lots. We're going to mention a few. So some claim to have seen Elvis at the Memphis International Airport the same day he died. Elvis reportedly bought a ticket to Buenos Aires under the name of John. You do that name. Barrows. Thank you which is what he used when checking into hotels to avoid attention and the only problem was that at that time Memphis actually didn't offer flights to Argentina and there was no record of a passenger by that name the next but also
0: if he has a lot of planes that's what is true. he doing by the airport? I also don't know.
1: I The next big sighting occurred on New Year's Day tour of Graceland of 1978 when a picture was snapped of a pool house and after getting the film developed, they noticed Elvis sitting in the pool house. It was later determined to be Elvis's security guard and touring wardrobe manager. To fulfill the theories, in 1978, a book called Orion was released and was about a famous Southern singer who faked his death and the singer character was very clearly based on on Elvis. Yeah. It even inspired another singer called Jimmy Ellis to release an album in 1979 titled Reborn with a cover featuring a, a very Elvis-looking guy in a coffin because he sounded so much like Elvis many listeners believed it actually was Elvis. And, obviously, the record label didn't stop the rumors because it fueled the record sales. Eventually, um, Jimmy became his own artist and released several more albums throughout the 80s. In 1984, a photo was published showing Muhammad Ali with Jesse Jackson. And, lo and behold, in the background was Elvis (laughs) Presley. I've seen this photo, actually. I've never. You've never seen
0: it? No, man. No, lean. But, Have you not seen this photo? Wait. Are you going to speak about the video of him cleaning his house? No. Yes, you are. Oh. <laughs> Apparently I am. I believe it. I believe that Elvis Presley is uh, still alive. I don't believe photo he photo. died because of that wax figure that was in his car. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> that I'm thing. The photo for you. Anyway, so it was it turned out that the person in the photo was actually one um was Muhammad Ali's agent Larry Cole in 1988 saw the release of a book called Elvis a Lie which had which also featured a cassette tape which had an exclusive interview on it with someone with a voice that sounded like Elvis claiming to that he was alive and then it just turned out that he was a really good impersonator
0: which they are a lot in las yeah. vegas that do elvis shows all the time so we actually can't believe that sorry no,
1: also that's a bit sketchy here's the photo so there that's supposedly him in the vegas. it kind of looks like him sort of for a very blurry grained photo
0: yep that's elvis that is the man himself. He what does he want him to believe that he's alive?
1: In 1988, a string of sightings occurred in Kalamazoo region. In, that is a weird name. <laughs> <laughs> what? In Michigan, beginning with the report of Elvis at Burger King. Horrible. Leave the man to eat. In the 1990 film Home Alone, there was a theory that claimed that the bearded gentleman who was behind Catherine O'Hara was Elvis, but was later identified as someone else. In 2016, there was a footage of a man in the grounds of the Graceland surface, leading some to believe that it was Elvis. Have you seen the footage?
0: Have you seen the footage, No. That man looks like Elvis and he's in his 80s, which matches Hmm. the age that Elvis would be at that time of that video and he's in graceland but now he's a cleaner you imagine going from being elvis to janitor but being elvis was stressful that is and when you watch the movie you'll see how terrible his life was just before he died and this is why i believe he's still alive so is he alive or did he really leave the building in
1: 1977 but i don't know you think he's alive
0: I think he's, I think he faked his death. To be honest, to be honest, that, that, that funeral photo is really making me It's so sketchy. It's like a young Elvis. It's a young Elvis when he died. I wish I could die and then go back to my, (laughs) well, this is when I'm way older. Go back to my 30 year old self. You live, you you, you live, you live till you're 90, but the version of you in the coffin is the 30 year old self. Rubbish. It's very sketchy.
1: So, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll go that I do believe he faked his death.
0: Just because the footage of the 80 year old okay, man, I, promise I will go and watch finished. it. I will go
1: watch that. That's as what well. convinced me. I, I was like, he's it. alive. There we go. So that is his death, but let's look at his music because there were reports that he stole his music. Yeah. So he was accused by Steven Tyler, who is a singer from the iconic Boston rock band Aerosmith. And I mean, this is obviously a very controversial statement, um, but there is one man in particular whose Elvis's voice and his moves are incredibly similar to and um, his early recordings, So like All Shook Up, Don't Be Cruel and Return to Sender were all written by a black musician named Otis Blackwell and they were almost identically sung to how Blackwell would have done them and demonstrated it. Them And actually, Blackwell performed them in 1987, and it literally looked identical. Yeah. Elvis grew up in a segregated version of America, spending time in black cl- music clubs, reportedly inspired by blues, gospel, rhythm, and blues. And, but... Obviously, for at the time, for a white artist, it was much easily, easier to become known. And Prezi took inspiration from these R&B bars and used it to style himself. And most of his songs were actually covers from black artists, such as Mystery Train, Baby Let's Play House, Milk Cow, Blues, Boogie. The names of these songs are yeah. the most random thing. Yeah. Good Rocking Tonight and I Need to You So, Money Honey, One Night. Apparently, Hound Dog is also... Yeah. Yeah. And so the debate is, did the shine a light on black musicians or did he attempt to take it for his own? Now, apparently, when I was doing research into this, at, at the time, a lot of famous artists did this. They actually took covers and then just produced them for themselves.
0: Yeah. So. And um, a lot of the music, for example, Hound Dog, the person you took it from, because um, they said uh, reportedly he took it from one of the black ladies that would yeah. perform at the club. So I forgot her name She was really popular as well Cheese, But Apparently he took it from her But an earlier record Was found from a guy Who his team went to And said Can we record the album So apparently it was a thing Back in those days Where yeah. they would take music yeah, and, From and each and other And a lot and they did, Most of them did end up Giving credit Yeah
1: So I don't think As for like stealing a style of I don't think that's fair to say
0: because he grew up in the black community so that was him that was his style, that was his influence and that's what he did he did what he knew best and I guess that's what it was I was watching um, an interview with
1: the guy who plays Elvis in the movie and he was showing Jimmy, I think it was Jimmy Fallon how to do the moves, I was like how does one (laughs) move like that
0: yeah no it's very crazy Austin Butler (laughs) yeah um yeah it's very weird when you watch the movie i'm watching it tomorrow like i'm holding time, back so much because i can't say anything yeah now you know how i feel because you've never watched any of the movies i talk about okay but i'm not a movie person well that's not my fault but this biopic guys honestly I'm i so honestly excited. i'm
1: so excited it was so
0: well made and i've seen a lot of biopics before because i'm a documentary type person mm. i don't like movies movies are rubbish but When you watch... Except Gatsby mm. <laughs> When you watch this Oh and The Darkest Hour But oh, when you watch <laughs> I love that movie well. yes, yes. Oh that movie so good Okay we this is why we're friends yes. I remember now But when you watch this biopic It's so different from how any of them have been made It's Gatsby style Yes but Baz Luhrmann has
1: that style If you watch Gatsby, Romeo and Juliet That he did with Leonardo DiCaprio oh. And Moulin Rouge it's, oh, He's you,
0: brilliant You can see it's his style He's a brilliant I director I love him
1: He is one of my th- Those three movies are three of my all-time favorite movies and i know this movie tomorrow is being added to the list i know it's it's a brilliant movie uh, and what i
0: liked about his movie as well is we know elvis was a womanizer mm. but he doesn't put any hectic scenes in it okay it doesn't it doesn't go far i'm so excited i i I like the fact that he kept it clean i want
1: to skip to tomorrow yeah (laughs) i've been waiting to see it and we've just been so busy and i just um
0: Oh. Make sure you listen to next week's show. Yes, so I can gonna... tell you the spirit that was at his concert. Yes, lady won't let me talk now. No, yes, come back. We'll have a five minute segment on the movie. Yeah, but that is all for this week. We're from now until next week, no, no. more. She always says my line. Carry on, it. <laughs> no funerals. Haven't you heard? It's the Netflix of radio. Radio, radio, radio. Become part of the Active FM family today. Go check out more of the shows and chat with us on our social media platforms. It's more than just a radio station with amazing content. We are Active FM. Share your thoughts with us, send in your questions, or simply tell us what you love most about Active FM on our WhatsApp line. Radio has never been better.